Ladies and gentlemen, what is up? How you doing? It's me, Manny C. Uh, I just wanted to, to step in and say hi. Uh, I just wanted to apologize for not being uh, around with the podcast. The last couple of weeks, there was uh, a death in the family, and I needed to, to take some time away. Uh, I hope you understand. Uh, but when we and I just wanted to say again, uh, thank you to everybody else for for listening. Uh, you guys who are just allow us to be part of your of your lives in in any way, shape, or form. It really means the world uh, to me and uh, to us. So thank you so much. Uh, so when we came back from the podcast and the world has is gone crazy uh, yet again. You know, like cities are burning across America. Th- people are are very angry things are just are just not in a good way uh we we didn't mention any of these things really in the podcast itself we didn't mention the circumstances leading up to the riots leading up to uh the protests we didn't mention george uh floyd and and at all really in the podcast but i did want to mention it here just a little bit um i you know I, my heart goes out to everybody that's that's hurting uh and, and i understand the the anger over over the the seemingly unjust death of of george floyd right and there's there's i think there's every right to be angry and i understand that uh, but what's going on right now, I, I, I disagree with. I disagree with the violence. I disagree with the looting and, and the vandalism. And uh, there are there are just, I just don't think it's, it's called for. I understand the anger, but this is, is just not the way to deal with it. Uh, but my heart goes out to everyone still. I, I want you all to be safe. Please, please be safe. Uh, and I'm, I'm praying for, for you all. And, um, and yeah, I hope all everyone is well. I hope everyone is well and I hope everyone remains to be well. Stay safe guys. Uh, yeah. And that's it. That's it. We're going to go ahead and go on with the rest of the podcast. So I'll see you later. Peace. Uh, here we go. Going live, going live in five, four, three. Ladies and gentlemen, what's up? How are you doing? It's me, Manny C. I'm sitting here with Brendan, a.k.a. The Token Parent, and the one and only Buddha Will. We are part of the Hardcore Casuals, a collection of oddballs and content creators who's dedicated to bringing you the very best of games, gaming, and all things entertainment. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hardcore Casuals Lounge. Oh, baby. Buddha, Brendan. How the hell are you good guys? Good to be back, Manny. Good to be back. Yeah, good to it be is back good with the listeners. Back. Good to be back with everybody. Good to see you guys. Well, hear you guys, not see you. We don't have the video going this week. We'll try <laughs> to push for that. <laughs> no, it, it's going to happen. It's going to, I mean, so, so, One day. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, there you go. I mean, we've been alluding to it here and there, but, but the cat's out of the bag, I suppose. The video is, is coming. It will be coming. We, we have, we have, uh, ideas for us to actually set it up in video you know that's uh so yeah so yeah soon hopefully sooner rather than later <laughs> but uh but yes yeah it's been like two two uh two podcast episodes or two weeks 
without a podcast, without recording, you know. I missed you guys. It's taking it's it. a toll. Yeah. It's taking its toll on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being all emotional. <laughs> Get all emotional in here. I do, and a lot has happened, man. A lot has happened uh, over the two weeks, man. It's like it's it's actually kind of crazy. Uh, but I do miss you guys. But I'm happy. I'm, I'm happy to be back. You know, I have to relearn. I have to relearn how to podcast. <laughs> you know? um, it's like riding a bike. Yeah, which end of this like microphone do I talk into? Hold on. Right. This I is- know. Okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> So so yeah, let's uh let's just start it off. Let's ride on in to, to see what, what have we been uh what have we been up to, you know? Um let's see let's let's start with you, uh Brendan. Go go ahead. What what have you been up to on our on our little respite? Oh yeah. Well I've been staying safe, you know, I continually wear my mask. Uh, you know, you have you guys remember as I've been telling these adventures of our tales out, it's uh I still wear my mask. Uh, it's been challenging. Okay, so we're reopening things, right? Slowly and surely here, you know, less people. Uh, and, you know, I'm sending my dad out more places. My dad is old school guy, tough guy, uh, just not, you know, good with procedure or like hand hygiene per se. You know, the old God made dirt, dirt don't hurt kind dirt of guy. You know what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know he's had he's had cancer in the past uh like the year you know and so he's got a weakened immune system so and, and he's got a bit of dementia so it's a little hard to let him go out on his own sometimes and yeah. uh yeah so we 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 brought him out we brought him to home depot because we're redoing his house he bought a house he's moving out of our house he's been living here for the last year and a half and now he's moving into his own house and so we brought him to home depot and you know he's touching things the mask is falling down like it's like everything that you can imagine a boomer sorry you can imagine a boomer <laughs> doing you know like it, it's the stuff that's happening you know he's got his nose hanging out of the mask. like come on man it's like it's not what we're doing here it doesn't work if you got your nose out of the mask <laughs> yeah it's like yeah. using a condom with the tip cut off you know what i mean oh. uh <laughs> oh, that was my so, bad i'm so but, sorry that's that, that. I mean that that's been a, a real treat, and uh, so yeah, we're still you know taking precautions. You, you every like there's just like a whole spectrum. Like I was really happy at the beginning because there's like a, a spectrum of people who have masks. You know, there's poor people with pa- paper masks, and there's really rich people with the changeable filter masks and stuff. And I was really excited about this real dystopian future that we're heading towards. But now it's like everybody's really laxing, so it's just people being people again and some people wear masks and some people don't and i don't know it's 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 either turning around for the good or people are just stopped giving a shit right, um, right. i haven't decided which which one's what but other than that that i remodeled my dad's house it came out perfect it looks beautiful i'll post some some pictures in the discord at the hardcore casuals.com forward slash discord go check it out i'll post some pictures in there too of the before and afters i got some good before and after photos his all his furniture came yesterday we got it all set up it looks the, the people set up the furniture is like you is this like an airbnb rental you said i designed it all myself you know like oh yeah out, oh. All furniture. and i was like no my dad's gonna live here <laughs> 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 but Man, I probably we probably could have made some quick bank if we would just Airbnb it. Uh, <laughs> but other than that, I've been playing uh, just Terraria. 
Uh, I still haven't really seen any of the content. There's a couple of like uh, things that uh, like, uh, you know, um, what is, uh, what is it called? A uh, quality of life fixes uh stuff like that like block placement so you can just click in the block and whatever block you have selected you can actually change out a block that you had placed which makes building like elaborate sculptures or really big intricate housing and stuff like that a lot easier to to build um yeah a lot of patchwork stuff like that but any like the real content i haven't got to hard mode yet most of the new contents in hard mode i'm pre-hard mode i did beat every boss up to the wall of flesh so far me and my wife have been playing a lot together when it comes to fighting bosses but we have our own worlds because uh, terraria is fun like that you can have your own world and bring in your character from outside and fight bosses help your friends fight different bosses or trade stuff like that so terraria has been really cool uh and then like i've been watching a couple of uh shows one a netflix original waco oh how is that the excellent you, okay. manny you love it okay okay <laughs> you're gonna I, I, love that's, it that's on my list that was on my list for yeah sure. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna be trying to make your own waco in the back of a chick-fil-a somewhere. you'll <laughs> love it <laughs> wonderful wonderful can't wait uh, <laughs> oh man uh it's so no just really great acting and like a lot of the story was uh it was based on the book of uh i think one of the fbi guys or or maybe one of the survivors yes there's a few survivors but man really like gripping drama if you're into that kind of thing and uh david koresh man he was like hell of a guitar player like they had like a band, like metally, like they had like awesome, pretty, pretty, pretty dope music. At one point, I don't know if it's if it's something is a historical fact. Can you like say it's a spoiler? <laughs> right? Like, uh, history, I mean, right? yeah, I, I guess like America broke away. Spoiler alert: America claimed independence from England. Oh, uh, spoiler! Yeah. <laughs> okay, right. Yeah, I, I suppose. I, I mean, if it's if it's a, a you know historical fact been on the news, then yeah, it's not really a spoiler. It's like it's like the Titanic yeah, yeah, yeah. movie. Like, oh, it sank. <laughs> you, know? People, you know what I'm saying? People t- <laughs> oh, what do you mean they didn't make it to America? Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. So yeah, yeah go uh, ahead. Go ahead. Uh, no, he's just dude. You dude could shred a guitar, uh, and at one point, like he's in the negotiating with the the negotiators, and he's playing like guitar. You'll see it. It's good. It's a it's a really good. If you got Netflix, watch it. Uh, and I'm also watching Billions, which I'm also like uh, really into. That's like such a good series, Showtime series. I like, I uh, saw the first season because I used I used to have Showtime. And that is one, uh, at least at the time, it was one of the, one of the better shows. It was really, really good. It's definitely capitalist porn. It's super good. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is really good. <laughs> so but uh, and they have also really like really good actors in that show. Um, uh, what's his name? Paul Giamatti is in that show. Excellent, excellent actor. Guy who uh, played in. Um, homeland on another showtime show oh yeah 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 i uh, like that one too the, the redhead yeah mm-hmm. i mean super good 
dude. Like guy can really act. But, he was uh, like yeah, like, she, like fantastic actually in in both the shows, but in in uh, billions, fantastic. Like um, really great. Oh, there's this other guy named Wags too in the show who I, I don't know what the actor's name is, but uh, he played. He was in Breaking Bad. He played uh, somebody in Breaking Bad, um, one of the other cooks later on. Spoilers. Like, how long do you have to say spoilers for? Okay, 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 okay. Uh, (laughs) 20 years ago. (laughs) Right, right. I'm trying to to think his name. The... Oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't, I, I think yeah. I know. I know who you're talking about. The uh, the nerd. He's a really good actor, though. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I think he's like like super professionally like one of them Shakespearean actors. Like, uh, it's similar to like a um, Patrick Stewart type. Like, he's not English, but he's like classically trained, right? Uh, type thing. But he's played like these really cool roles, like a meth cook, and this like uh, I don't know POC. This um, not <laughs> POC. I was thinking of point of contact, really? but like not person of color. Okay. Okay. I was like, oh, I would love to see that role. It's like, yeah, it's like a Tropic Thunder esque kind of kind of deal. Oh my god, I watched that too with my 13 year old. Oh, I was like, I'm just a guy I'm playing the guy, being the guy. So I was like, Do you know who that actor is? And she's like, No. I was like, you don't know who that actor is. No, I don't know oh, who it is. Man. And then I, I told her it was job. Robert Downey Jr. She's like, no way. <laughs> yeah, well, that's so funny. Was, was, was she, was so she like offended? Was she offended oh. at the uh... uh I no. I don't think I don't think she was offended. She was like, she was like looking at me like, is this okay? You know, it's so funny. It's so funny. I'm not going to let my kid. Oh, my God. I'm going to show my kid Blazing Saddles and see what she says then. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. I would love love (laughs) to see that. You know, because there's definitely, you know, like Blazing Saddles was, uh, was, um, they really were pushing the envelope and they were doing it intentionally. You know what I'm saying? Oh, L. Brooks, Uh, genius. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, But I mean, you could never, you could never get away with that today and it's unfortunate because you know it, 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 it there was a point for it you know there was a point to it no it i mean you just- can you can like trauma trauma does a good job of uh still producing content that pushes all kinds of pc bounds yeah but on the sure. on the main on the uh, that's not the, the very <laughs> oh, yeah, very true. far yeah. Yeah, from yeah, the yeah, mainstream yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Mel Brooks wormed his way into being right. able to push the boundaries like that Exactly right, but it's a yeah, shame, yeah, yeah. you know. And but and Tropic Thunder, which really wasn't all that long ago, you know, like people, uh, young kids are looking at this movie now, um, and they're they were actually not too long ago trying to cancel Robert Downey Jr. You know, when they discovered, like, oh my goodness, he was doing blackface. How is this okay? Canceled, you know, cancel Robert Downey Jr. And then everybody, you know, this was a couple. I don't know. This was like three weeks ago, or whatever. And then yeah, like, yeah, the rest that's. Of, Right, right after we went on like a little hiatus there. For yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then everybody's like, "Yo, calm, you know, calm yourself. Like, this is actually hilarious." You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's yeah. it for me, man. What have you guys been up to? Yeah, Buddha, what's what you been up to, my friend? What you what you got? Um, for me, um, I did play some games. Uh, I finally. Uh, I, I couldn't hold out any longer. I, I told myself, I, I tell myself every sale when LA Noir goes on sale, I tell myself all the time, like, 
The next time it goes on sale, I'm getting it. The next time I'm it, so finally, I caved. It was on sale again, and I was like, "All right, this time, I'm gonna go ahead and get it." I love that game. I always thought it was really cool. I love the time error that it's in, and I just I don't know. I liked it more than the Grand Theft Auto series, so I ended up playing that for a hot minute. Um, and I and I still enjoy it. It's still still good. It looks great. Still, um, I don't know if it's like. This version of it is a, a remaster. I don't know if they tweaked some things because it was on Xbox One as opposed to on the 360 version, but really cool game. I I, I still I still dig it. I, I think uh, I really wish they would do another one, like a new, uh, an updated version with new crimes to solve and stuff. Because I, I I thought it was a lot of fun, but. Um, so I picked that up. Um, I also played this horrible game. It's horrible, but it's good all at the same time. Manny, you might dig it. I don't know, uh, Brandon, how big you were into like Kung Fu theater back in the day. But I was a big Kung Fu theater guy. Like I loved all those Kung Fu films. Um, the the silly huh, 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 uh, uh-huh, noise uh-huh. effects. Um, and the like when somebody jumps in the air, you can hear their, their pants and stuff flapping in the wind, you know? Does... Uh, <laughs> The Last Dragon Count, Bruce Leroy. Uh, well, Bruce Leroy. No, it doesn't quite. count. That's so good. That was you know, such that a good movie. Good. Yeah, it was. There was a time where like uh, Kung Fu theater and like every everything was a Kung Fu style. Like you had the monkey style, the 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 drunken fist and yeah. eagle claw and all these things. But uh, my uh, brother it's a game and I love versus that stuff. We love that stuff. Yeah. Oh, well, you ought to check out this game. It's called Challenge versus Wu-Tang. Now, as far as the most technical fighting game, it's not. It, it is not. Um, and I'm not really sure how they've gotten away without not getting some kind of copyright done. Because what they've basically done is they've taken characters from all these different kung fu flicks and martial arts movies. So you have you'll have a guy that's it'll say his it doesn't even they don't have names. The players don't have names. It just says drunken fist and you play the character and it's jackie chan it's a straight up rip off of jackie chan you go play the guy that's jit kundo and who is it oh it's bruce lee it's a freaking splitting image of uh bruce lee they got chuck norris in there they got um uh, claude van damme as the kickboxer you know uh bolo yang uh, the 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 bad guy in blood sport if you guys remember that movie the guy that makes his tits jiggle that guy He's in there. Oh, Bolo Yang, Bolo Yang is in this game Impressive. as a as a as a wrestler. Yo, but uh, I'm watching the trailer right now. <laughs> they <laughs> I, I, it looks pretty pretty cool, but it, it's like legit ripoffs. How are they getting away well, with this? Like they are. I have no idea. I don't off. know if it's because they didn't actually use any names. It's just a fighting style and who that person is. But uh, you have they're going to get sued. in there. There's no way they're not going to get sued. I don't know, but I got that game and I played the, the, the I played the mess out of it. I, I really, I, I, just because of the whole nostalgia and it has all the sound effects and the, instead of like your typical, like dodge moves, like, you know, like when you block, they actually do like the Kung Fu films where they're like dodging this. And I, I don't know. It's it, it, if you it, check out the trailer for it, see what you think it's on sale. I think it's like 11 bucks. I saw it. My girlfriend laughed at me because I got giddy off of it. I was just like, oh, my gosh, look at this. You know, I got to be it, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, really yeah. Cool. They have uh, it modded here, too? Oh, no way, yo. 
Yeah. So it, it's just, I don't know. It's a rip off of any cool Kung Fu guy, character, martial arts movie. Um, and, uh, it, but I mean, it just, I mean, it's terrible. It's just, it's, cause there's like really not any kind of like, there's not any real story to it or nothing, nothing like that. There's no, there's no true depth to it. It's just like, if you just want to beat the hell out of somebody <laughs> in a fighting style, if you want to use the snake style, it's cool in that aspect. And it's got all the sound effects style. that you would expect from yeah. a Kung Fu theater. Like when they hit somebody, when they do something like it's all those cool little old school sound effects. So if you're a fan of Kung Fu theater, I recommend Shaolin versus Wu-Tang. Uh, but if you're just a fighting game fan, you might get five minutes of enjoyment out of it. And you're going to be like, right. Okay. Right. Enough. If, but. You, if you like the sound of yeah, yeah, yeah. if you like that stuff, <laughs> then I mean, this game is gonna like pull at your heartstrings. I'm telling you. Um, but like, I, I just get on there every once in a while just because I want to be like, you know, the bad guy from the kickboxer movie. You know what I mean? So, uh, but other than that, cool, I played uh, Manhunter, which is uh, I, was a game that I've been looking forward to for a hot minute. Uh, if anybody doesn't know what Manhunter is, it's basically an RPG, but you're a shark. So I finally got to be my greatest fear. And uh, it's uh, kind of, mm, I don't know. There's parts of it that are kind of like, uh, kind of hokey, kind of really like um, silly. But the core mechanics of it, of being able to just swim around and eat things constantly to, re- to regain health. Um, as you progress along and you keep eating things, um, you, uh, I guess get older and you become a bigger shark at that point. And then when you become a bigger shark, you unlock different abilities, uh, such as like tail whipping and uh, a better sonar, which, you know, sharks don't normally have sonar, but you know, the shark does. And, uh, I don't know. It's really cool. I mean, this is fun. Just eating people. Honestly, you just jump out of the. You jump out of the water. There's parts of it where you're like flopping on the on the land, just trying to you know eat the people that are on the shore, <laughs> right? And uh, for whatever reason, it's just a lot of fun. It's a bloody mess, and people are screaming. And, and you know, um, as you progress along, you have to uh, have bosses that you fight, which are basically bounty hunters that are in the game that are um, as as fishermen, and they specialize in killing sharks and all that kind of stuff. And each one has a cool name or like, I think the the first boss that I had to fight was a guy called Scaly Pete or something like that. And he's a guy with like a hook arm, like a metal arm because, you know, shark ate his arm off and all that stuff. I don't want to reveal too much in case people want to play. It. I don't want to spoil it. But um, it, it, so far, I think it's pretty cool. It's a pretty new little game. It's what I expected it to be. I think it's only like 40 bucks. It's not a, a, a $60 game. But, uh you know, I was able to get that in my Shaolin Wu-Tang game uh, thanks to uh, my Microsoft. Oh, it points. would be cool. Imagine this. Imagine this. It would be cool if the shark killed bounty hunters, right? But the bounty hunters mm-hmm. were actual players, you know? And the more bounty hunters you killed or hurt, maimed or whatever, right? the the bigger you got the bigger and badder the shark gets right and then uh and then essentially you can you know create some sort of community lore you know like oh the the big bad shark you know like you can get special unlock special uh signifiers just so you know like who you're dealing with you know 
Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Who knows? Maybe later on. That would like be some, good. Uh, DLC. Cool. Yeah, but it is pretty neat. You know, you you fight the the fisherman guys, and you you jump in the you know you can jump in the air and snatch them right off the boat. <laughs> Uh, that is cool. one of my moves was to just jump game, into the air the and land on the boat. Oh, you, you, you were just looking at the trailer, uh, the shark one. Yeah, it looks looks sick. Yeah, yeah. And I <laughs> I land on the boat and I just eat the people as I'm still stuck on the boat and I'm just eating them and they're just <laughs> you know and it's just bloods everywhere. It's it's, it's it's great. I mean you know like I don't know. It's one of the things I've always feared sharks like since Jaws. Jaws really messed me up as a kid <laughs> and. And the chance to be the shark now, you know, really makes me feel empowered. Like maybe I could deal with something in the, in the water. I'm just playing. I can't, no. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even get waist deep anymore. I'm like in the ocean. I'm like, yo, I can't, I can't go any farther than this. Right really? Now. If you can't, can't if you can't, can't see the bottom, if you can't see your face. I, no, man. Like, uh, like if I can't like physically jump out of the water, like complete out, like jump completely up, straight up out of the water. I'm not down. Like, I feel like I need to be able, like if I, if I see the shark coming, like I feel like I need to be able to jump in the air right, right. and do like a crazy like stomp move, you know what I mean? Right. In right. in hopes to scare the shark away. Right. Or something. Well, you got you got to give it give it a good punch on the nose, you know. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. You know say. what, man? You know, there's that's a little too close to the teeth. You know, I thought about <laughs> that, but I'm like, yo, like, yeah, you, you don't, you know, if you miss, it's a bad, bad scenario there. I'd much rather be able to jump straight up out of the water and then land where I need to land in hopes that that would deter the shark. Like, oh, crap. Like, that's bigger than I thought it was. Or I don't know. Something. Something to make it go, uh-oh. That's that's not what I thought it was. I better go find myself something else to eat other than this brown vegetarian nugget that's floating in the water. So, you know, but, uh, uh Nick Woe used to play a whole bunch of different indie games. I I I wonder if he played this one. Like this would this seems like a fun one to watch Nick Woe play. You know, like this. Uh, yeah, this, this I mean it's it's a fun little game. It's a fun uh, it's a fun little game. It's pretty deep. No pun intended, from what I understand, because uh, <laughs> there's a lot of like stuff that you can open up. I mean, there's everything from like shark armor and like. Like all kinds of crap that I saw, uh, but I that I haven't unlocked yet. So I'll be playing it more. I got to get some achievements up for the before the next. Uh, it looks pretty cool. It does. It does look pretty cool. Yeah, yeah it's pretty neat. Um, and then as far as like movies and shows and whatnot, um, I did finally finish uh, the Titans uh, show on uh, DC Universe. Um, really cool. Um, it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Um, I think uh, I think we covered a little bit of it in the uh, the pre podcast uh, recording that's uh, going to be on Patreon. You can hear more about what I thought, but uh, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. Um, I'm looking forward to the third season. They've had two seasons so far, and I chewed through that pretty quick. Um, also, uh, the last thing that I really watched that I really really enjoyed was the Last Dance, and it was uh, the documentary uh, regarding the uh, Chicago Bulls' last run in like 1990. Oh yeah something yeah like really cool it was really cool because i remember as a kid i i was watching that those games and those playoffs and and remembered seeing the games but i didn't know anything of the behind the scenes stuff that was going on um so it was really cool to see it like brought back some really cool memories um and it's just really good you know you just get reminded of how good uh you know mj was as far as basketball was concerned 
Like right. the guy was truly something different, you know? Um, but it, I mean, it was really cool. And then it had some stuff from like Kobe Bryant was in there and Kobe Bryant was talking. So it was nice to see him talk about stuff, you know, after, since he's passed now. But, um, if you're a fan of basketball fans or you're just a fan of like sports stuff, as far as documentaries go, that was top notch, really top notch. I love but, sports uh, documentaries. I, I don't watch sports so much, you know, but I love sports documentaries because it like cuts off all mm-hmm. like waiting for the seasons and everything else. It's just like the pure, yeah. like refined drama of it and, yeah. and of which yeah. sports has lots of lots of drama, lots, lots of, of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, I watched that. I don't know. Uh, there's a there's a show called 30 for 30. Yeah. It's a big like, sports documentary. Yeah. Those are really good. I watched one on like the nature boy, Ric Flair. I literally teared up watching it. I think I watched it and I literally teared up like some of the stuff they were talking about. I was like, man, like this is, this is crazy. Good. Like straight up, like such good sports documentaries. Uh, But yeah, the last dance, if you hadn't got a chance to see it, please do don't, don't fall victim to like I first did on like YouTube. There's some versions of the last dance. And I said that with a quotation marks. Um, on YouTube and you try to go watch it and it's not actually the, the last dance show. Uh, it's something that somebody else put together that has some, some of the clips are there, but not, uh, not in the quality and that the, that this actual show is there's 10 episodes, uh, for the, uh, last dance. I think it's like, if you, if you, I think you can watch it like on ESPN two or something like that. If you have regular or, cable, but, but yeah, that was it for me, man. Uh, all right, I guess it's it's, it's my go. Uh, what have you been up to, Manny? <laughs> yeah. I haven't really been doing uh, too much in uh, in the ways of uh, <clears throat> of gaming, you know. But I did get a chance uh, to play the new the Minecraft Dungeons game, which like just recently came out, uh, and I love that game. I, I was like su- uh, super surprised, you know, of uh, how good. It, that game actually is it's a dungeon crawler it's a it's 100 percent dungeon crawler game um but it's also 100 percent minecraft it's it's very bright colorful cute uh very well done and you have everything that you can ask for in a good uh, dungeon crawler wonderful introduction to that style of game to a younger audience uh, you, you know, you, you have a pretty simple, but, um, but still pretty complex, like respectably complex or deep, uh, modification system, you know, where you pick up your different types of weapons, different types of armors, and you get different, uh, you know, uh, perks and whatnot, uh, and enchantments. Uh, so they take all of these, these ideas from the minecraft and and they t- push it into this dungeon crawler game and it just really really works very very well so it's all all concepts that uh you know a younger audience would be familiar with but it but packaged in this in this game uh that you know dungeon crawlers aren't tra- traditionally uh you know kids games you know <laughs> but but this is a wonderful introduction to to that so i could see lots of like parents you know riding in with with their kids playing playing this game as a matter of fact you know we we mentioned nick well uh uh not long ago he he was he was saying that he was playing that game uh with his son so i i see a lot of that probably going going down with this game uh i played it with my sister uh and brother and good friend saint 
and my sister is that, uh, cross play is can you play can console play with pc on that one or i well it's a microsoft game so i'm gonna say yes i i, I haven't done it i haven't done it hmm. but they they have supported from their in-house games cross compatibility so i again i haven't tested it but i i, I want to say yes hmm. um that'd be pretty cool it, Does it, you but, pick yeah, classes it, in that one? Do you have to pick a class, or do you just start off with whatever and you run with it, or what? You 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 pretty much just start off with whatever. You know what changes your your class, so to be, so to speak, is like your armor. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like so, you can get like different types of armor that gives you different abilities, and it makes you look different. You know, but like mm-hmm. it's it's just your your perks that mm-hmm. really change. You know. Uh, but there's not really like a deep class system, you know, uh, gotcha. which which may be a bummer because that's a big that's a big thing in the in the dungeon crawlers. But it's, it's again, it's like a simple it's a simplified dungeon crawler, but it, it but it keeps a lot of the the the, the mechanics there. Um, and T said it's got really cool aesthetic. Very good aesthetic. My sister, my sister, yeah. uh, steeping tea. She's like better than Diablo. <laughs> huh. better okay. than Diablo. Okay, uh, that's a that's but, a tough order for like Diablo fans. I, I mean, <laughs> when I looked at it, it looked like Diablo Minecraft to me. So we're gonna, I'm gonna dip my toes in it. Uh, you know, I so. was, uh, I was surprised at how how good it was. It was it was very fun. It was also respectably, um, respectably difficult, you know, hmm. like they came in, you, you, the, the creepers came in, they were devastating that we, there's all kinds of different crazy, uh, battles and monsters and whatnot. Uh, it was really, really good. It was just a very, very well done game. Very fun. Okay. Okay. Cool. You know, so, so Saint who is. Uh, he's very much into these kind of games, dungeon like anything grindy like that. Uh, right, right. Saint is all about. So, so he. Yeah, I remember loves, me and him talking about getting on some Diablo and just running right. through stuff. He loves Diablo, and so when so when I, I I jumped on with my sister. I was like, yeah, better than Diablo, <laughs> you know, because because I, I I was able to at least keep track with what was going on. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Right, what am I right. doing and why? I was able to to to, to keep track with that, right? Uh, and uh, Saint, who's he? Clearly, he disagrees. He's like, "Hey, it's a good game, but Diablo is better. <laughs> like Diablo is clearly going to be deeper, <laughs> right? It's going to be much right, deeper. Right, the mechanics right. are going to be much more customizable. Uh, but it's a, it's a damn good game. It's a damn good game. They did a great job. Hmm. Minecraft Dungeons, that might, give it a try. It's on Game Pass. Go ahead. That talk. might have to be my entry. I haven't played uh, Diablo. I like diddled with it for like 10 minutes, but it since I've saw Diablo 4 coming out, I wanted to get into a Diablo-esque game. So this might be like my starting. I'll try this out, see if I like the dungeon crawly thing. And then when Diablo 4 comes out, it's got all that hotness, that right. you know, MMO type stuff. Then then I'll just go full bore into it. Yeah, so I think honestly, I think I'll that sounds start. like a, the perfect plan. You can you can play with your daughter. Uh you know, I think it'll be it'll be fun. I think it'll be fun. And it's on Game Pass, right? It's on, it's Game, on Pass. Game Pass. It's on Game Pass. Absolutely. So 
So I, I have to assume that it's that it's cross compatible. I, again, I haven't. I, you know, you can, you, ladies and gentlemen out there, you can tell me that if uh, confirm that to me if it is. I want to say yes, but I don't see why why it wouldn't be. Either way, great game. What have I been watching? I've been so I I picked up the Joker movie, uh, like the 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 movie that recently came out, Joker, right? And I watched it like three times over the past two weeks i love that movie oh my goodness that movie is so freaking good i have never i've honestly i never watched a movie like that many times in, in quick uh, succession like that you know i just loved it i loved 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 that movie it was wonderful um so i was uh, following up the my batman uh craving I also picked up a while ago, uh, there was a great sale on the Batman 90s cartoon on um, on uh, iTunes. The iTunes store had a really Ooh, good Oh, the anim- animated series? The animated the series. Animated? Mm, yeah, that's classic. Uh, so on, good stuff. Uh, iTunes store had it on sale. It was pretty good. I got all of them for like 20 bucks. Nice. Uh, so now I, I just started watching that. Uh, uh, not long ago, I was like, "Man, you know this '90s cartoon." I I remember it very, very fondly, and I'm going back to it and watching it again after quite some time. You know, I was like, "Man, this this show was really fantastic. It was really, really fantastic." I mean, clearly they respected the content. They respected Batman it was a dark, brooding character with lots of of different adult themes but they also respected the younger audience and they were able to thread the needle in such a way where like yes it was kid friendly but if you're an adult watching this stuff like you know what's what's going on and 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 some some of the things are are pretty pretty real <laughs> you know what i'm saying like like when um you know i don't know spoiler alert right like like two-face uh was was dealing with his thing he was being introduced in the cartoon and and they they showed his his coin you know and and how he was really struggling with with his his split uh essentially his split personality and and his inability to to make a decision without without this coin and and when the they he he lost his coin and he's like like weep like weeping you know and and searching for his coin I was like yo this is this is for like children's cartoon right you know what I'm saying yeah. but but <laughs> yeah. it was like it was hard hitting it was hard hitting yeah. and and they didn't they didn't hold I mean in some respects they didn't hold it back uh you know hold hold any punches. Uh, and still managed to do it in a, in a, in a child friendly way. Really, kudos to, to these guys. The cartoon is fantastic. This cartoon is the one that introduced like the Harley Quinn character, which which was non existent in in any of the um, comics before. And it was just you know just very 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 well done. You know, and, and that whole era there was a lot of great uh, movies also based on. With the same animation team and everything, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like that era, those '90s uh, uh, DC movies and this whole Batman. Also, the music. The, like this was the same music that was done with um, the Tim Burton, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I love that that music it was so fantastic. Also, you know, it's like iconic Batman for like a decade. But. Honestly, all that uh, DC animation stuff has been good for a long time. It continues to just put out great, great content. So I, I wish they could do it with their movies as I, as well. Right. I mean, the movies are all right, but the animated stuff is like off the charts. They're, they're, they are good with the animated stuff. So I don't know why. What do you think is the difference? Why why do they struggle to, to really bring those stories to life in, in an adequate way? on on this on the live action what they've been doing it for years they've been doing it successfully for years on the i mean i i think i think it's probably it just has to do with budget probably they're able to do more for less so they could put out four or five dc animated movies every three years or something like that you know like the a, a pace and uh and able to portray a story without like uh the use of expensive cgi or even more expensive practical effects uh even though animation is inherently expensive uh skill to pay for but uh yeah probably cheaper than hiring actors and all that so it's probably a budget probably budget thing so they have just a good team that pumps it out you know and they keep making money on it so they can keep pumping it out but if you but but if you oh go ahead go ahead uh buddha well, I, I just always figured that, uh, you know, for whatever reason, like the people that do the animated movies are more tuned in to what's going on comic book wise. Because uh, you see that in a lot of like animation, like, you know, Japanese anime you know, is notorious for having a really good animated series that's based off a of manga. And then they go do a live action and it's the live action just trash. Like it's just not even can't even hold a candle to it so i i think i almost feel like it's the same way you know the they i don't feel like uh when they do a movie they try to cover such a a wide spectrum because they're trying to introduce characters in a way that you know for somebody who doesn't know who it is you know type of thing whereas like the the animated stuff like the dc animation movies they don't really spend a lot of time like doing any kind of intro there's no like you know they might do a little blip here and there uh, like a reflection back to the past type of thing but for the most part they just assume that hey you know who this character is you know what they do so let's just get right into like this story you know <laughs> right. what i mean and uh, unfortunately when they do like the the big budgeted live action movies i always feel like they they're trying to cover bases like you know what i mean like they 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 feel like they got to They've got to. They've got to explain to the to the audience who, who Batman is and why he became Batman. That's why we've seen so many damn Batman movies with a Batman intro and different ways that he became Batman. And you know what I mean? Like, there's only so many wells and and that you can fall down, and your parents can only get shot so many damn times before it's like, okay, hey, you know, we we know who Batman is already. Can we just can you just dig into what what this story is going to be about? Because I don't know. I, you know, same with like Spider-Man. Spider-Man does the same thing every time. It's like, come on, man. Poor Uncle Ben. He's been killed like seven, eight yeah. times or whatever. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Give the old guy a break. You know what I mean? We know already. We got it. We got it. You know, so I, f- I feel like the cartoons kind of just skip that and go right into what you want. And it's similar to like a comic book. Like a comic book will go on a story arc and just cover, just be in that arc. Whereas like a movie is trying to, 
they're trying to put too much into something that, you know what I mean? It maybe didn't need all that, you know, keep it simple. Sometimes I think is, is something that but, the big budgeted movies don't know how to quite do and get away with. But the, like they have the teams that know how to do it. They've done it. Right. So uh, uh, take, for example, I mean, really so many of, of the DC, uh, uh, cartoon movies have been really really fantastic there's one in particular i remember i forget the name of it it was probably death in the family mm-hmm. uh where i mean they took the 90s kid-friendly cartoon right but again they they've always been pretty dark even for a quote-unquote kids cartoon it was always pretty dark even from the beginning as i'm finding out as i'm rewatching. Uh, but this movie in particular was crazy, crazy dark. It was crazy, crazy dark where, uh, you know, like to essentially hor- horrible things, uh, happen to, uh, to, to Robin and a deeply, uh, you know, has a profound impact on, on Batman and, and, uh, and his circle of, uh, of, uh, trusted uh, friends and whatnot. And it goes it goes in into that right, and some of the some of the darkest you know type of stuff I've seen in animated and instill that kid friendly quote uh, facade right or uh, or, or, or artistic style, uh, and it was really just great, 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 great everything about it. All right, so they have these the ability, the team, the the artistic, uh, you know. No, wherewithal to to do this but n- they have not done it and uh, when it comes to the dc universe big budget picture uh in a big budget picture maybe it's it's in a sense what what token is saying as far as this the big budget is because then with big budget comes big expectation comes more more people coming in and saying that may not necessarily to 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 your point, Buddha. That may not necessarily be deep into just the the comic book itself, but they mm-hmm. they they have you know other ideas of what's important. And then you have too many chefs, you know, too many cooks in the kitchen. You know, what I'm saying everybody yeah. with their own idea. I think maybe maybe it's a combination of both your points. You know, like yeah. the the bigger the budget, people are coming in like, hey, this is what. I don't know anything about the of the about these damn characters, but what we really need is pop, pop, pop. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. It, yeah. Honestly, that's like what like Paul Feig, right? When he came in with 2016 Ghostbusters and rewrote all like the fan things. So you got these big name producers coming in, and sometimes they just write rewrite. They don't care about canon. They don't give a shit. Right. So yeah. So yeah, I, I see Buddha's point. You know, like these people are a little closer to it. You know, yeah. Maybe well, I mean, it's fans like themselves. a You know what I mean? So it's like you have, like, say, the comic book, right? And you have the people that read the comic book, so they know the story real well. And then they go to the animated film, and the animated film does okay, but it's not as good as the comic book. Like, like for example, like Batman Hush. Like, if you get a chance to watch that, it's a really great animated movie. Like, it's it's really good. And that was but that was relatively you, recent, right? That, that's relatively recent yeah. so if you but if you go back and watch the story read the story arc for that it's a lot more brutal and a lot like there's so many things that they didn't put in the animated movie um and then you know then you take that animated movie and then you go on and to do a live action and it's 
it like every time it just loses a little bit more, it loses a little bit more. And then finally when you get to live action. It's kind of like, ah, what did they, what were they doing? Like, why did they leave this? And why did that, you know what I mean? There's a lot right. of questions that always get left out and you know, there's no telling, you know, what, what really goes on and how they, they dissect that out. But it always seems to be lacking whenever it gets to the final, like live action. And, you know, I found out at the hard way. I watched the hush animation movie before taking a gander at the actual comic book. And I was like, just flipping through the pages, not even reading dialogue, just flipping through the pages and looking at some of the stuff that was in that, that story completely different. Like I was like, Oh, Whoa, look at that. Like, what is this about? Like, like that wasn't in the, I didn't see that. You know what I mean? And I remember right. talking to one of the, one of the guys that read that story arc and um, I asked him, I said, Hey man, what'd you think of that, that movie? And he was like, Oh, it was horrible. And I was like, really? I thought it was decent. He's like, nah, man. He's like, you need to read the, you need to check out the, the actual story. And that's what prompted me to go look. And I just went into a Barnes and Noble and I just put, you know, they've got it on the shelf, like the graphic novel, you can, you know, buy it. And I just, I just opened, I was like, man, is it, how bad can it be? And then I opened it up and I started looking at things. I was like, oh, oh, I see what he's talking about. So I don't know. I don't know why they do that, but it's, it's a shame. It's a shame that we can't get uh, the real deal, like as it was coming from the comic book. I mean, it's the same, I guess the same thing with books, right? People read a book. And then they go to the movie and they're like, what the hell? That wasn't in the well, book. Right. You know, I, I guess. And, and, but the, the, to a point, there's going to be a lot of that because it's the diff- it's totally different mediums. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. From, yeah. from books. Yeah, true. But, but like I, I've seen, um, um, what was it? Uh, Watchmen, the movie, which I actually, I actually mm-hmm. liked I, uh, the mm-hmm. Watchmen movie. I, there were things that were definitely different, but I feel that, the book, it's the comic book for Watchmen was a masterpiece. It, it's wonderful. Yeah, Go yeah, read it. It's right? probably one of the greatest. <clears throat> I, I, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and the movie was pretty good. I, I thought I thought there were things that were better uh, in done in the in the comic book. You know, and it's not going to be mm-hmm. as good. The comic book is still the best. Yeah. But cons- all things being equal, they did a decent job. They did a decent job of tying it all together. You know what I'm saying? I, I tell you what's pretty neat. We're talking about X, I mean, X-Men. Watchmen is on the DC universe. They have the, um, they put the Watchmen movie on there, but they also put the Watchmen animated comic book. So it's the original comic book, oh, but word. it's animated. It's, it's very like, it, it's not, you know, animated in a way like watching like a cartoon Right, uh, but it's like you know, it's the comic book, and like pieces of the comic book actually move. I and love I, how sometimes they do I just, that. I love, yeah, and I just that. set it on yeah. like autoplay because you can do it as an autoplay and let it, you know, play at your at your leisure. And I just, I just put it on in the background and like you know, I reminisce over the comic book because I mean, it's been a long time since I actually read it, read it, but uh, it was it's really cool to just sit there and just be able to like kind of watch it, you know, and have it going on in your background. It's pretty cool. I might do or, a watch party for it. No, I think <laughs> that'd be a good idea. I have I had uh, Watchmen. I, I freaking straight up. I just straight up lost it. I have no idea where the hell it is. I've been looking for it for like two years. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna buy it. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna buy a new one. Um, okay. but yeah, yeah. All right, that was good, man. That was some good uh, conversations. We we talked a little bit more about. Uh, uh, about uh some of those th- things 
in the pre-podcast and we have uh, we have uh some more coming up um in some of the stories up ahead but let's take a little take a little break you want to take a little break let's take a little break this is a a wonderful time yeah a little respite all right ladies and gentlemen we'll be back after a word from our sponsors oh hey manny how you doing hey what's up did you know what did you know that there is uh this brief intermission uh during the hardcore casual podcast oh really there's an intermission yeah there is now you know it would be great to fill this intermission with what a little ad a little ad oh you know what that actually sounds like a pretty good idea what kind of ads do you think i think we need to reach out to uh those in the hardcore casual community Uh, i think uh that would be a lovely idea you know hey like i said before i would be happy to shill for for whoever wanted to in this nice little intermission it's just a little brief little ad and then yeah boom guess what boom yeah that shows that you support the podcast support the and podcast. the hard casuals stream team huh i like it yeah yeah go figure you, yeah you should go to uh anybody that's interested in this little ad you should go to the hardcore casuals.com uh slash uh discord and hop on in and uh and reach out you know you, yeah. Do we have so, an email address maybe they can uh, email? We do. You can go into info at thehardcorecasuals.com. Info yeah. at thehardcorecasuals.com. It's as simple huh. as that. Yeah. Sounds great. That, sounds great. So let's get back to it, huh? Yeah. And just like that, we are back. We Woo. are back. Oh, thank, you so, thank you so much, uh, yeah. sponsors. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Thanks absolutely. for keeping the lights on. Thanks for keeping yeah. the lights on, guys. <laughs> uh, all right, and with that, there's that sound, a uh, sweet, sweet sound I haven't heard. Our little newsboy. Oh, you better be wearing you know. a mask on that corner. <laughs> wearing a mask. He's getting taller. <laughs> He's getting taller. <laughs> He's growing. He's growing. Week to week, man. I swear, this kid's growing. So we got a starter uh, stash going, right? Right. Yeah. So you can see it. Uh, so we have, we we haven't been on for, for a couple of weeks. So, so there was a couple, a couple of stories that we missed. So we have a little, a little section here of the news entitled promptly. What did we miss? There we go. So, uh, there's the (laughs) story. Number one. Story number one, we left off with the last, uh, the last uh, podcast where we listened or, or watched live, if you will, the lackluster video um, for from Xbox talking about the Xbox uh, Series X games, right? Uh, it was a little bit of a lackluster uh, video uh, and therefore a lackluster episode of the podcast, but PlayStation had their own little thing, not you know, not too long afterwards, right? And they had it was, it was significantly shorter. Uh, actually, no, it wasn't that much shorter. But the but the main thing about it was an Unreal Engine five tech demo that they showed off, uh, talking specifically about uh, PlayStation five now. We're not really going to go into the video or whatnot, uh, but it was very, very interesting to, to look at. Beautiful, 
right? So the potential of Unreal Engine 5 for the next generation is going to be fantastic. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, so just very quickly, uh, and we'll start with you, Buddha. Because uh, I know I know we all watched this uh, uh, before. What what were your thoughts on the PlayStation uh, press event? But when they, when they unveiled the Unreal Engine Five, and what what do you think uh, thoughts of of the presentation itself, and and the potential of it moving forward? Uh, well, I mean, you know, honestly, uh, after that that last presentation, um, the the what I watched of it, I muted it, and just watched. <laughs> just watch the visuals and really? uh, it, yeah yeah i wasn't Yo. about to to go through any of the I'm, i want <laughs> just the, the graphics right and right, is right. it gonna look good and it did right. look good it looked great i thought it, it thought it looked good it, it looked like what i expected to see so i didn't uh i mean you know i i guess we'll see more uh when they have their 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 other event later on in the month right um to actually see some some stuff uh, but as far as like what they showed it looked great it looked good uh i think a lot of people were were in a debate um about the whole like um what was it when, when they were when laura croft was going through the uh the mountain like the the the, the, the squeezing through the through the gateway right thing and people were like oh well is that just like a nifty way of doing a cutscene?" But Epic was like, no, 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 that was that was not a, a that was not a cutscene. So um, I don't know. I, I thought I thought it. I don't know. Epic says it's good. I'm sure it is. Um, until I actually get my hands on it, I mean, you know, I don't know. The rocks look really rocky. You know? Yeah, <laughs> like, they t- they definitely did. Well, you know like, what I mean. Like I don't know. It it, it looked good. I mean, I, I mean that's all I can get from it. Like I said, I muted it. And I like I, I've got it up right now, and I'm like looking at it, and it's like I mean everything looks great. Uh, it's what I expect. It you know for uh, you know it's probably going to be like around that five hundred dollar price mark for five hundred. Oh bucks. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm 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 sure. It better. I'm look sure we're going to see you know like between I mean? like, five and six for sure. Yeah, yeah. So no I mean doubt. for that price on it, yeah, I want the stuff to look really good. It doesn't have to look as good as like a PC. But it can be close, and I'm fine with that. I'm fine with close. Right now, what now? Your thoughts as far as like the comparison to Xboxes? Because I, I mean, it was it, it was it was fine and all, but there was definitely a, a little lackluster. In, like the, they set up the expectations a little high for what it actually was. You know, the uh, the Xbox presentation. Did you have any thoughts on on the Xbox versus PlayStation presentation, or, I mean, or not really? You got two different mindsets, right? You've got you've got Xbox that everybody for the longest time has been jumping up and down about games. So they're in their minds, it's like we need to show them games, like yep. we need we, new games, like we don't care, like whatever the newest solitaire, whatever we got to do. That's what they're going to be talking about these darn games. So new I think in their solitaire. mindset, it was more <laughs> more focused on. Things. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, oh man, right. we got to get this solitaire game out because they're gonna, they're gonna be the kids are gonna be jumping up and down about it. You know what I mean? Whereas like right. Sony, it's a little bit different because they've had this like exclusive at the cool games mantra thing going on for the longest time. So for them, like they they want to show things off in a different manner, and I think that's why they did such like that first presentation that we got with the really boring technical stuff. 
I think that's why we got that is because that's like to them, they feel like, well, our fan base, they're going to, our fanboys are going to buy PlayStation regardless. They're going to, they're going to want it. We don't have to prove that we're better. We just have to prove that we're better than we were last gen. You know what I right. mean? So I just think it's a little bit just different. I mean, you know, I, you know, I, you know, Xbox has got their big thing going down in July and we're probably going to see more of what we wanted to see from that first round. Just like they, Sony's got their stuff going in the next month or this coming month. And it'll probably show us more of what we wanted to see from them. So, I mean, either right. way, man, you know, I mean, it's going to be next gen consoles. I mean, they, they, they look great. They're going to be expensive. They're going to look great. Uh-huh. And you know, it's, it's, I mean, I know me and you talked about it before. It's not a question of, of, uh, you know what we're getting because we've already kind of decided. Hey, you know what? I think we want both, but it's a matter of what we're going to get first. I mean, you know, for me, I think I'm going to probably lean towards the Xbox because I feel like the backwards compatible expectations are oh yeah what I want, and the PlayStation. I'm gonna you know wait a little bit and then I'm gonna end up getting, but I'm gonna get it. You know what I mean? I, I'm not gonna be able to pass up on it. Um, I yeah 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 because I'm, I'm, I'm with you. They do have stuff exclusively that you're gonna want. You know what I mean? And right. And uh, you know, I'm I don't get really into the fanboy stuff. I don't really agree with it. I think it's dumb. Like you know, gamers just want a game. You know, bottom line. So why get into dis- dispute on whatever? You know what I mean? Like some people like controllers better than other controllers. Who cares? Right. Just as long as you have something you know that you like to play on. The unit that you get then you know what i mean run with it right so but i mean it looks great i mean you know i'm watching it again now and you know it, i mean it's what i expect it's what i it's, it's what i expect out of a, the next gen console i mean I, without all the technical jargon to talk about like just bare bones looking at things yes looks wonderful and i can't <laughs> wait uh Token, go ahead. What were your thoughts? So when, when we went in, we saw the the uh, Unreal Engine Five unveiled on mm-hmm. PlayStation. What are you thinking yep. uh, as far as uh, the Xbox versus uh, uh, versus PlayStation? The presentation, well, who was better? What what what, is, well, what does that mean moving forward? Go ahead. Well, first of all, I just want to go ahead and uh, you know I'm going to just go down and concur with Buddha on this one. I think that the rocks did look really rocky Mm -hmm. in that, Mm -hmm. uh, unreal engine five demonstration. (laughs) Um, if that's gameplay, that has to be some of the best rock textures I've ever seen. Um, so yeah, I've definitely hundred percent. We're looking forward to all the rock. The rocks are the new dogs for the next generation. Like Mm. they sold us dogs, with the Xbox One, everybody like dog tech up 200% from Xbox 360. And now we have Rock Tech 4.0 moving forward here with Unreal Engine 5. Uh, really exciting time to be alive. Really exciting times. I think they're going to hit us with a low point, though, for the Xbox One X. I got a sneaking feeling. Or the Series X, I got a sneaking feeling they're going to hit us. They're going to be like, oh, this is a $199 console. I think, Get I think out, it's going to be. Bro. This I, think, I, I, I this is my wild prediction, oh, and, wild. and, and people are just going to be. They, they're going to sell you on all the subscriptions. They're going to sell oh, you wow. on the upgraded okay. subscription experiences. Okay, wow. You know Crazy. what I mean? They're just going to hook you for sixty dollars a month. Uh you know what? You get, you get everything. You get everything. You get everything for sixty dollars a month. <laughs> 
This is like the Amazon Prime model, but for video games. I want to say you're crazy, but (laughs) I want to say you're crazy, but the fact that 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 is one one of the big advantages that Xbox has is the is is the, the the success of the Game Pass, and I mean. Look, I I can't I can't speak a hundred percent because I I haven't I haven't really been a, a PlayStation guy, but uh, I, it's the way I see it anyway is that the Xbox platform has is ahead is still ahead of PlayStation when it comes to the multiplayer experience that was baked into the DNA of of uh, Xbox from the very beginning. Where again, and we've talked about this on the podcast before. PlayStation is much more about the the single game, right? And and, and they still continue to have wonderful first party uh, campaign games, right? And as as a great strength of theirs. But for Xbox, it has been for the longest time the multiplayer multiplayer experience, and that was the the main selling point uh, for for Xbox. And then, at least for me. And then Game Pass became a huge thing, you know. Uh, so, so the, if if they were to leverage that the Game Pass backwards compatibility with game with the the games with gold, uh, which is you get a lot of free games just just off of that. All those services you combine it together, Ultimate Game Pass with an artificially cheap system to get you into to get you into the uh the microtransaction loop that would be killer yep. that would be killer i'm not sure that's so part of me says that's I'm freaking saying. crazy talk part of me says that's crazy talk but if that were to come like i if it were to to actually shake out like that it would probably be a risky move but it would make sense. I can see how it would make sense, and Microsoft can, and, can and, absorb the the the, the short term loss. Right. It's not for short term loss. It's paying upfront profits. Right. So they they just like boom. We'll hit you with a big number. Oh yes, developer is great. We're gonna give you the game. Look, we'll just project projected sales would have been this. We'll say it's you whatever your number is. We'll add five percent to that. Okay. Good. It launches 2,000 games available. Everything's backwards compatible. $60 a month plus $200 for the system. Most powerful game console ever made. Oh, you know what? I hope that you're right. I do. I hope that you're right. Crazy. I feel feel that it's likely not going to happen, but this is one of those (laughs) things where I want to be wrong. You know, <laughs> in my pocketbook. They announced, they, they announced the Sega Saturn, right? And then they released it the next day. I mean, yeah, it was terrible. Like, the Sega Saturns didn't sell, like, no pre marketing, no hype building, nothing like that. Right. So, there has been disastrous uh, marketing ploys or, or, or stuff like that. So, who knows, man? It's like everything's so secretive when it comes to price. And it's just nothing but people speculating. And right, so it's right, hard right. to get it. But that would be pretty pretty fun though. I don't know. You like they really eat the loss on something like that? I mean, this thing's got so many flops. That's true. <laughs> there's a lot of flops. So many but flops. I mean, what's the about. formula? They've, they've all, there's there's always been uh the console itself has always been a loss leader from the beginning. You know, like you, you take a little bit, 
off the top to get the get the the price in, but people generally buy two, you know, two point something games per uh per purchase. That's why the the pickup rate is so important or attach rate is so important. Um and they get their their money back from the games, but they already have built in the subscription. And that's all that that's what they really want. They just want to increase that that number that they're already at. What was what was it? Over over a million? Or what it what was the article over, that we talked about last time? Uh I forget uh, how many million they had, but it was yeah, I mean, but it was it was a, a ten million, something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, like, yeah. V- very for, good. For Game Pass? Right, for Game Pass. Yeah. That's a I big mean, they're, old... And they're eating those losses, too, though. To be fair, they're eating those losses because they're giving you, like, Game Pass for, like, a dollar a month. Like, if you get on one of them buy-in deals, you know, it's like, right. hey, you can buy, you can re-up your Xbox Gold for a dollar a month for 12 more months or something like that. So they're they're definitely laying that track. It's like a, it's like a heroin dealer. Okay, <laughs> they're giving them a taste. Yeah. We're all getting right. taste. Oh, right. yeah. full disclosure: I got uh, a free couple of years of Game Pass from Microsoft being a mixer partner. So, full disclosure: uh, I love it, man. It just it tastes so good. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I concur. I think I think you. I th- you know what? It's not. The more you're we're talking about it, the less crazy it sounds. I I think it's unlikely. The 200, I don't know. Uh, but I I I hope I'm wrong. That would be a crazy prediction to come true if if it were. But we're gonna see. We're gonna see. It's not. It's not. Uh, you might be crazy like a fox. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> or or if Sony has production problems, Microsoft walks away with it too. Because they're very touting, Microsoft's already touting that they're not at, they'll be ready to go, you know, right? Come release time, right? So, well, we shall see. We shall see. Um, I thought, I thought the um the video was incredibly impressive. Uh, I do think, and we talked about this before. I don't know if this was part of the pre-podcast uh, conversation, uh, but we definitely mentioned that uh the sony fanboys uh are definitely uh you know probably like disappointed like the fact is that unreal engine 5 is essentially a tech demo that's on all platforms and it's incredibly impressive and it looks beautiful on the playstation 5 and i'm sure that the ssd which is the big the very fast transfer of data for the for the playstation uh, I'm sure it helps tremendously in, in pushing all all that uh, that information and whatnot. But it's going to run and it's going to run well on all of the different platforms. You know, uh, one of the interesting things is the lighting. Lighting is is huge. Of course, the textures as well, and that's something that's baked into um, how uh how the unreal engine uh takes life like real life pictures and turns them into uh uh graphical uh, graphic textures and it's is incredibly impressive and how they how they turn that into millions of, of of polygons and all that all that fun stuff uh very very impressive but the most important thing is going to be the lighting right and the dynamic lighting that they showed at least in that in that tech demo was again very impressive right assuming all of those things were actually running live and whatnot um the fact that you were able to change the light source and see how the in real time the light 
was was uh, uh, changing and the shadows were changing. Like all of that was very very impressive. Uh, now now again with that said, that stuff that's that we're going to that's just the next gen stuff that we're going to be seeing. Uh, and and that's exciting, super super exciting. Uh, one of the interesting things I saw later on, I don't have the link for this, excuse me, but there was a uh, uh, Phil Spencer, I believe it was, like retweeted an article regarding what what the holy grail was for the next generation, and they said that um, ray tracing uh, is the holy grail for the for the next generation, uh, and and they were talking about how. What what exactly is ray tracing? And essentially, is is trying to mimic, artificially mimic how light reacts in the real world, right? But into a video game, how light is affected, how it, how it bounces off, how it casts shadows, how it reacts to different particles in the air or glass or different colors, all these different things, and have it have it react in in real time. Right. And and the the next I think the article said something about like the next like five plus years is really going to be about about getting that ray tracing light mimicry technology, just improving that. And that would be like make everything better. Right. So the whole game is making that better. And and in the end of the article, <laughs> they said, oh, yeah, we're, like we, we we see. The uh, ray tracing is the holy grail, and and uh, PlayStation had had their thing, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna continue to see, uh, and and it's not a direct quote. I'm paraphrasing here, uh, and we're gonna continue to see similar hacks and tricks, um, for to you know to 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 get the similar lighting, but ray tracing is gonna be the real deal. So the the article at the at the very end basically says, oh yeah, this. These are just hacks and tricks, you know, but I'll tell you if that's a hack and a trick, I'll tell you, you know what? I'm, I'm all for it. Cause the, the PlayStation, uh, the PlayStation, uh, video or the unreal engine five looked gorgeous. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, uh, but yeah, and we've been seeing similar quote unquote hacks and tricks for a long time, for many years on, on like Minecraft, right? The, the different lighting engines and different things like that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I rambled. I'm sorry, but, but oh, you, you get it, Manny. You get it. <laughs> I'm eyeballing. Listen, I'm literally eyeballing one of these, uh, 2080s that have ray tracing in it. Like you started talking about ray tracing. I'm like, do, 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 mm, 700, $800. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, I'm into it, man. I don't even know if I'm going to be getting into the next Xbox. You know, I might just be a full, full back, full back PC. I don't know. I was I left I left Xbox went to PC for a while. I might I might especially if it's like if this Xbox thing is an um if it's a whole ecosystem and they you know they got the the Game Pass on PC. I mean my right. Game Pass works for that. I might stay on PC. I don't know. I well, might well, create how can I pass how can I pass up a two hundred dollar console though? And you know well, I mean? also also we have to see how how the Xbox cloud uh, what 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 do they call it? Is it actually called like the cloud game? Oh, what, what X is cloud, yeah, X cloud. The X cloud. How is that actually going to uh, play like with the different platforms, right? Because 
if you're able to just buy the game, if you have have xCloud, right, and you can buy a game and play it anywhere, then what does the platform actually matter? You know, like you as long as you can play your games, it's all good. Is that going to be another subscription? I don't know. <laughs> I'll either way. I'm I'm, I'm going to be I'm going to be like ponying up my 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 bucks though for it straight up. You know what I'm saying? And it might be it might be table. it might be fine to go without the actual console if you have a PC because you get the games plus cross compatibility. I mean, because they were moving in that direction where it doesn't matter where you play. I think that's I think that's good, honestly. Yeah, that's good we'll for the see. consumer. I think so. I think so. Absolutely. I mean, I know, and I like the way Microsoft's been been doing it, where where they say, "Hey, our games are going to be like the standard, right?" And and everybody else is is then is going to have the ability to to opt in or not. But the, but very quickly, customer is, is, is you know gets accustomed. <laughs> To these things, as, as an example, they said this recently for their, um, what is it? What do they call it? The smart launch, uh, the smart launch uh, uh, options where if you buy the one game, and it doesn't matter if you buy it for Xbox smart One, smart delivery, smart mm-hmm. delivery. There you go. Mm-hmm. And then if you upgrade your system later, you you don't have to rebuy the game for the newest right it just automatically upgrades and all xbox exclusives are going to be are going to be that plus game uh, game pass available day one right so all of these things are great and everybody else get to get to opt in but that is clearly the future that they want and i think it's going to be cool we'll see we'll see Let's move. Let's move on. Let's move on. <clears throat> All righty. Uh, we did mention in passing, Sony is going to have another event coming soon. So we're going to be talking uh, about. Uh, I mean, I, I, I don't know. In the next week or so, uh, what Sony has up their sleeve, you know. And then in July, I believe it is, we're going to have another thing from from Xbox. So we're clearly we're just beginning and talking about what what's going on with PlayStation and Xbox uh, for the next gen. Oh, baby. But beyond that, you know, some interesting, uh, interesting happenings over, over the week or so regarding, uh, regarding the uh, Twitch, Twitch. And um, what, what was her name? Furious Steph. Did you hear anything about this guys? Ferociously Steph, Steph. That's uh this that was, was a, this was the name. this was the stuff we talked about in the pre-pod. Yeah. Uh did right? we how did we talk honestly, about I don't even I don't even remember what we did or didn't talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we I think we did mention Yeah, because uh, we we all said who our uh our trans species Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's animal right. was going to be <laughs> We so did, guys, we, if you if you want to hear this story, go check out <laughs> hardcorecasuals.com forward slash podcast. Check the show notes and uh you can there'll be a link there for sure, but go ahead and subscribe to the Patreon so you can listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> but do we do we go uh it, we didn't really go too in depth on the actual uh on the actual story itself. I don't want to go I don't want to spend too much time 
Uh, okay, yeah, uh, yeah, sure. Regardless. But here's 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 my the question. Right. Uh like like specific well, first of all, let's let's skip ahead if you don't mind. This this question the whole this whole controversy started with a question uh posed by by these people. And the question was, does voice chat give players an unfair advantage? Right? Uh I'm going to go ahead and paraphrase exactly what was going on is that uh, for I believe it was either ferociously staff or someone else that that mentioned <clears throat> that they were a competitive player for um for some game. I I don't even know. Forgive me. I, I didn't pay that much attention. But they were a competitive player, competitive team player, and they said, "Oh, we got up to up to second place, but because voice communication is uh, is such I'm a female, and because of uh, voice communication is is inherently uh, advantaged uh, male players, we were not able to to be competitive, and that's why I was we were only second place. Uh, and the backlash of that was immediate. They said that's you know we call malarkey on that. So here's the question for you guys. Uh, uh you know what do you think about that? Does voice chat give Male players an unfair advantage. Uh, let's start mm. with you, Token. Let's start with you, Token. What are your thoughts? Yeah. Uh, do, do, do male do male males give get an unfair advantage? Ah, man. I you know I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, I think yes, women get treated differently, but I think overall, in general, um. I, I I couldn't see how it would give them advantage. Uh, it's 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 harder, you know. People, there's like voice chat in general is just, um, you know, terrible. Like so, <laughs> most of the time with the general yeah, public, I agree. You know, privately, if you're in a group of people, it's great. But uh, you know, a public voice chat where people could just say anything with uh, even a hint of anonymity. Is uh, it lets it lets them their their jaws become really loose. So, right, yeah, um, yes, 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 absolutely. Yeah. So that's where I'm on that. But yeah, I mean, sure, and I'm, you know, I, some people, you know, I don't, you know, not all people are, you know, if you're if you're too cynical, you could become toxic. Not all people are like that, but, um there are a lot of people who you know i sometimes it's you know when i play on general sometimes it's quiet other times you hear for me it's it's when people throw throw around uh, racial epitaphs that uh maybe uh they're not using it even in like the traditional way i mean maybe they're just like talking to each other or uh people talking to each other and I don't know, you know, what, what, whatever they're, they're doing, or sometimes when they're like talking smack. So, uh, for me, it's that like, it's, it's tough, man. It's tough. It's tough for everybody. If they're playing in general voice chat games for, for some games, mostly the probably the more toxic is probably the more competitive, you know, of course, if you're playing games where you need other people on your team, maybe a little less toxic, but probably still not even occasionally because you know people get frustrated in a team game as well 
Um, but like I get Minecraft, maybe not. I don't know. Like, I'm rambling. Go ahead. <laughs> um, That's going to sound great. Fuda, <laughs> what are your thoughts on, on, on the initial question? Does voice chat give um, um, players or as particular male players an unfair advantage? I don't, I don't really know if it's really an uh, an unfair advantage. I mean, you know, obviously we've all used like, if especially if you're playing like a first person shooter, like say like Rainbow Six, and and you're you're calling out comms to each other. I mean, I don't know those kind of games. It's kind of important to have that, like you know, sort of thing. And I I don't necessarily know if it matters so much. Uh, you know, if you're a girl or not. I mean, obviously, when you get into the, like Token says, you know, when you get into, like, the public stuff, that's where things can get out of hand. And, I mean, I don't know. Like, you do have a a tendency to get locked into, like, lobbies with, like, a younger crowd. And, you know, you get a girl that pipes up on your your comms, and then, then all of a sudden that becomes the vocal point. Like, they don't. They don't care about what's going on in the game. They're more interested in messing with and talking to the girl or, you know what I mean? Like it becomes right. the vocal point of the the chat. You know what I mean? Like, um, so, I mean, I don't know, like, I don't know if this person is saying like, uh, well, like competitive play. Okay. Well, I mean, if you, I, I mean, if you're doing like a competitive play and you take away voice comms, I think that would be interesting to watch. Because then you're really just having to, 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 I don't know, practice and 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 train with your team in order to become better and know what your teammates are doing in certain situations. Uh, but I mean, I I don't know. I, I don't know if it's a, an unfair advantage. I I, I, mean, I don't know. I I, mean, I, I don't. I, I'll go. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, well, I mean, I don't know if it's like a like a balance issue. Like, I mean, I don't know. Like, I mean, if you're talking about like competitive play, then then no, because I mean, you're playing with teammates that know who you are. Like, that's you exactly know I mean? right. Like, they know you're. That's exactly right. Where where as opposed to like, I mean, in public lobby, I get it. Like, you know, and right. I have I've, I've right. friends that are female, and and you know, we all do, and I've witnessed, you know stuff happening in, in chat once they find out a female's in there, you know? And it's kind of like, it's like, okay, calm down there, little whippersnapper. Like, it's okay. Right. <laughs> right. Girls do play games, too. It's all right. right. You know, you know. Right. let's focus on the game. And, you know what I mean? Like, and then, you know, um, I mean, it's almost the same thing as when you get, like, a, you know, we call them squeakers. You know, you get, like, a really young kid in there with a squeaky That's exactly voice. Right. And what do you do? Like, you know, you're like, you start type into your friends like do we do we want this person in here or do we right. <laughs> right. do we somehow disappear <laughs> without telling them you know what i mean like you know i don't know it, it's stuff that happens in these little these little chats that uh you know you get you get stuck with some difficult choices in, in situations um but i don't know as far as competitive play i mean okay all right you don't want voice comms in your competitive play uh I could see where that could be an interesting dynamic, you know, like really make it about the gameplay of the game, not so much as just, you know, being able to call out like, oh, you know, 
the person's on section two behind the wall, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. But as far for, as like for, uh, for some games, maybe, but oh, your, you, you, your point is like for competitive play. And this is specifically, that's what this, uh, this notion is saying that specifically for competitive play that it's, uh, it creates an unfair advantage. I don't understand that at all. I don't understand that at all because you're not for esports and whatnot. You're not, you're very, very seldomly going up in teams of people that you don't know for the, for the vast majority of, of esports or professional play, you're playing with teams, teammates that you sit together and you practice that you've worked to become part of and you have plays and you know there's not going to be like oh oh wait a minute you're a girl yeah <laughs> you know what I'm saying? like there's no there's no surprise in that public lobby fine that's a completely different animal you know but for competitive play for the the notion that oh well this competitive play you know we we uh, we got it to second place but because i'm a female and and the inherent uh sexism in voice chat uh we we couldn't succeed i think that's a bunch of bull i think that's a bunch of bull you know what i'm saying uh the the notion of uh i was just looking at it um where where um for uh, whatever her name is ferociously steph says uh oh here it goes the on- quote the only way to have a level playing field at the highest level of play is to not have voice chat to not have people give up their linguistic profiles. I'm sorry, I, that doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. You know, well, how, how, most most of the time, your voice chat is is for team, and it doesn't matter. And if and if you're playing, let's say a fighting game or whatnot, you know what? You know, just being just being like a a, a girl will probably be an advantage. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Get the yeah. get your get your opponent all flustered. You know, because because they they're because they're socially awkward or whatnot, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, so so I don't get it. I don't get it. Uh, you know, I don't. I I I think yes, there's there are, uh, um, but it's not. There are situations where being in public lobbies is problematic. But you know what? It's it's also not just a female experience you know i go into voice chat all the time and and they're like, oh you know you're you're a boomer or or if you're just new to a game you're a noob or if you're young you're a squeaker and, and you know what like it's it's always like that and can it be annoying can it be toxic absolutely but you know what you you can always do you can always mute you can mute everybody you can just get into a party by yourself you can grab you know get in a party with friends you know that's you have all of those options and tools to 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 create the experience that you want. You know what I'm saying? Um, and that's the power of of uh, of choice, and I think that's that's great. But to to take that away because some people have a bad experience or got their feet fees hurt, I think that's just the wrong way to go. You know what I'm saying? Um. So just going on to some other other quotes here. Uh, there's another quote from uh, uh, from Steph. She says, uh, a lot of people with cis white male sounding voices who simply don't understand uh, that we essentially we don't understand about the marginalization. Right. 
uh, as they quote have voices that aren't marginalized right so so you know hey maybe maybe it's it's just me you know what i'm saying but i i'm sorry i just don't see i just don't see it as something that makes sense uh, and and banning voice chat is definitely not the answer. You can you can eliminate the voice chat for yourself. And when you're going into competitive situations, you're going to be talking to your team. And that shouldn't be it shouldn't be, you know, it shouldn't be a, a, a surprise after all of the practice meetings and practice games. <laughs> it shouldn't be a surprise. You know what yeah, I'm saying? It shouldn't be much of a surprise. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's just freaking silly, you know. Um, that's my, that's my stance. Any last thoughts on this one before we move on? Nah, I don't know. All righty. So, um, we can go into just very briefly the, this, uh, the person that made these, uh, comments ferociously, uh, ferociously Steph, uh, there was a little bit of a backlash on, uh, on the, the fact that uh, she was placed on was on the Twitch like uh, safety advisory council. That's what it is. That's what I was looking for. Twitch's safety advisory council, and people were all up in arms uh, over the fact that um, uh, she goes in. Uh, I'm just going to read this section. The backlash began, and this is an article off of the Post Millennial. The links will be in the podcast notes on the hardcorecasuals.com go the backlash began when steph made it clear her intention to abuse her power essentially frothing at the mouth at the prospect of quote going after end quote people on the platform and claiming that quote a lot of gamers are white supremacists um yeah so those those are the things that sparked off the the concern you know basically said all a lot of gamers are white supremacists and that, uh, like now that that uh, this individual was part of the safety advisory council, that they all have to have to be uh, uh, concerned. Uh, they went uh, went on to say in, in other talks, like, "Oh yeah, people people should be should be worried, you know, because I have power and it's it's not going away." Um, where did you guys hear? Were you privy to that uh, that whole uh, Twitch shakeup? Do you have any thoughts? On any of that at all, or 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 no? Let's start with we started with you, Token. Actually, no, we started with Buddha last time. Token, go ahead. Yeah, the, you know it, the Twitch uh, advisory safety community council sounds like a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> like that uh, that title or uh, listen. I, people in any bit of authority for any period of time, if they have the wrong type of personal personality or mentality, you know, they get the, it, it messes with them. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, maybe those people should find some psilocybin mushrooms or something and chill the fuck out. Uh, <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Like, 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 yeah, that's, that's, that's it. Like, people i hate people in power trips and like we're we're seeing some stuff with power tripping right now uh so yeah yeah uh, that's that's where i stand Luna, what are your thoughts on this i mean uh, i think she's just an idiot but 
I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I get it. Like everybody's entitled to their opinion, right? You know, people can think how they want to think and that's okay. And, and, uh, I don't mind, but it almost feels like, you know, she's just, she's saying stuff to get noticed. And but the, but it. the concern here is that like, yeah, everyone has their opinion and, and they have the right to their beliefs, right? You have the right to, to state their opinion on, 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 you know, and whatnot. Uh, oh, the concern here is that <clears throat> there will be undue uh, reprimanding, right, or go quote unquote going after uh, opinions just because you don't agree with it, and that's not right. So when you start, <laughs> so that's what sparked the concern. You know, uh, yeah, everybody has their opinions, right? But it's that, with that in this world where everyone has their own opinion, it's inherent. That you're not going to agree with everybody, and if you have somebody on the on this uh, public platform as the safety advisory council with power to to ban or unban, is this person going to start banning people just because you simply disagree? That's and that's a real concern, you know, uh, as far as uh, freedom of speech is concerned, you know. And yes, it's a private uh, platform or whatnot. I get all that, but. You know, you can't be banning people just because you disagree and then to go off and say, oh, man, a lot of gamers are just white supremacists. Like, what What kind of a freaking blanket statement is that? You yeah, know? it's horrible. It's horrible. Um, I, but And I feel like, you know, uh, you know, you want to go down that path. I mean, you know, at some point you're going to have to face some consequences and it's you're going to have nobody to blame but yourself. I mean, people, though, when they get that way, Buddha, they they feel they feel you know invincible like i did when i was 20 man like people like when they get a little bit of something they they feel invincible so they say what they want to say like yeah and sometimes sometimes the terrible part is when it like helps their career right like so right yeah let's say some really dumb dumb shit and boom all of a sudden that like puts them on the mat yeah like most of these scumbag uh type youtube personality types not and not I, to say like, like that's they're all is. scumbags but you know? you know there's a couple of them that are real scumbags uh <sighs> and they get pretty popular and i kind of feel like there, no names you know what i mean like i just feel like she's somebody that's just like oh hey cool they're gonna they're gonna give me this position with this whatever safety whatever on twitch um you know and and she's just like oh you know it would be really funny if i just you know <laughs> did this and see how people react and you know what i mean i'm like i don't know i feel like this is always just like a i don't know like a like she's just making crap up just to get put in a bigger spotlight and draw some controversy and drama and you know she's going to go at this for like a few weeks and then all of a sudden we'll see like one of those weird apology videos or whatever of how like i'm sorry i didn't mean to Say the things I said. It was wrong. Bra bra bra. And then you know what I mean. Like I don't know. Like, I don't think so, bro. I don't think so. I no. don't think we're gonna see an ap- no apology at all. I see. No. I see. Like triple I don't know. Like I don't know. Right I just now. like. I mean, I don't even know who she is. Like I, I don't. There's nothing ferocious that I see here, you know. And I, I just like. I don't know. It's it's kind of like what uh, Token said earlier about the loose jaw thing. You know what I mean? And just people just running off at the lip. And you're just taking advantage of current situations out in the world and you, you put out these dumb statements and you get all this attention 
because you you made some dumb statements and you were like, hey, well, cool, that worked. Let me just keep on running off at the mouth and then sooner or later something's going to bite and then, you know, you're going to get nipped in the bud a little bit and then you're going to be like, oh, crap, all right. I'm sorry, you know, here's my, my apology tweet, and my bad, you know, or they took my words out of context or, you know, some crap. And, you know, I don't know. And then I, maybe on to the next streamer, YouTuber. I, I, person unfortunately, though, that I, I, I normally agree in a normal circumstance, I, I would agree with you as far as just. You know, get get popular over some stupid stuff, and you're just gonna keep keep it going. Uh, you know, if that was just a run of the mill streamer uh, outrage over over a run of the mill streamer's uh, comments, that's exactly what that is. the The problem is, it's not just a run of the mill streamer. the pro The problem is that it's somebody that Twitch, you know, is uh, appointed at, on the safety advisory council who has. The, the express power to go ahead and 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 deem your your thoughts or statements or what have you your conduct on said platform as as uh uh worthy of being banned right that is the concern as it's you know so so therefore loose lips of just going out there and talking talking smack becomes very problematic because it's not just a random person it's somebody that's saying hey I think a lot of gamers are are white supremacists. I have power, and I'm going after that. <laughs> you know, and they better be scared. Like, you don't want somebody to start off in a position of power and or authority to start off power tripping. Like, hey, I just got this. You better watch out. I'm coming after you. That's exact. That's exactly the wrong person you want in a position like this. You have to have people that are that are able to. Uh, to go to go into a position like this you have to have people that are that are willing to understand other that you are going to come with uh, across positions of uh legitimate positions that you find offensive but that doesn't make them any less le uh, legitimate you know what i'm saying like I, like like i i disagree with with token on probably every single political point Pro, you know, right, right. We're like diametrically yeah, opposed. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Right, <laughs> we're like diametrically opposed. But I would never uh, ban Token for for his thoughts. You know, what I'm saying. I think that's the one thing that we that we both agree uh, agree on. Like we disagree on on everything, well, politically, but we agree that we have the right to say it and and to think it. You know, what I'm saying. Hundred percent. So that's that's well, the I mean, danger. It says that she doesn't have access to the modernization. Like she can't. Like Twitch says that the CEO Emmett Shear he put out a statement saying, "Yo, she doesn't have that ability." Apparently, well, that, um, that they they tried to uh, to nip it in in the butt to to, to to you know to to simmer down the controversy. You know, because I mean, she they say, well, I mean, I mean, it's. I don't know. I mean, you know, people are going to be like, well, you know, they're, they're, they're backing her and all that stuff. I mean, it says they are not Twitch employees and they do not speak on Twitch's behalf. So, you know, uh, I don't know. It's kind of a weird stance that they're, they're putting Very on it, weird. but yeah, it's, uh, uh it's yeah. concerning. I see, I see where, where this backlash is, is coming from. And, and no, I, you know, 
this person is a is a trans individual. This person is, uh, you know, um, uh, associates with a deer, right? I believe they call it other kin and or whatever else they they call it. I have no idea. Uh, and mm. people are trying to make it like, oh, this is an anti-trans thing. Like, no, I don't. I don't think so. I think that it's concern over over uh, legitimate concern over this person's ability to or the idea that this person has the ability to silence others and it may be undue um i, I think that is a legitimate concern yeah, yeah there there it says here in the statement here hold on it says uh council members will not make moderation decisions nor will they have access to any details on specific moderation cases um and it says, while we value their opinions and their right to share them, they are independent actors who will have opinions that aren't shared either by Twitch, Twitch employees, or even by other members of the council. I don't know. They well, appointed her uh, to the council, but then they're like, oh, we don't know her. Right. <laughs> it doesn't. Right. It doesn't. It doesn't who did it that? Right. A little, a little uh, disingenuous, perhaps. Not 100% sure. They're trying to back away, but not back away at the same time. So it's a very, very precarious position. It doesn't necessarily make sense. I don't know. I do think it's, uh, it's definitely a red flag. Right. Uh, and you have to be sure to put the right type of people in that type of authority, as we see in other news in the real world that is not gaming related. It's very important to have the right people uh, with the right mindset in, in power. So I understand what the concerns are, but <clears throat> we're running, we're running a little longer. We need to keep it moving. Um, very quickly, do we want to talk about uh, another thing that happened is HBO Max. We don't have that much time, and we, we won't be talking too long on this at all. HBO Max came out. It's a thing. What are your thoughts? Um, I forgot who we started with. What are your thoughts? Whoever wants to uh, uh, talk first. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's another an, another subscription service hitting the market. Um. Which is fine and dandy, which is cool because I mean, you know what? Lord knows we got enough of them. But mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's HBO. They're throwing their their hat in the in the bin there, and they want to be part of this whole streaming business, uh, which is fine. It's cool. Uh, but the the thing that strikes me the most is the fourteen dollars and ninety nine cents price tag. Expensive, you got, pricey. Yeah, you got uh, you got so many other services that are, you know, staying below, you know, eight dollars or you know what i mean depending on the right. kind of package that you get i mean you know i think i'm paying like uh you know the dc universe i'm paying like 7.99 or something like that and then i've got D uh, disney plus and that's like 6.99 you know what i mean i think if you do hulu and do the like the hulu without commercials is 12.80 something you know what i mean but to go 14.99 i mean i get it they're they're counting a lot of stuff that they're wanting to showcase like you know we talked about the snyder cut in the uh, pre-podcast uh recording uh stuff like that that they want to do and, and that's cool and if you didn't get a chance to catch up on game of thrones well here you go um the sopranos you want to watch the sopranos there you go you're 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 in there like swimwear but uh i don't know man that seems pretty pricey like i uh 
yeah, granted, they're going to have a lot of like a uh, DC stuff on there that, that, that might get me, but, uh, nothing that I'm going to stick around for. I might start a trial service and watch what I want to watch and then dip on out real quick. Like, because that's just a little too much, I think for a service. I think they're going to have to tone that down if they want to be successful. There's just too many services out there. Uh, yeah. Remember, remember when wire cutting in our knee off Italian, right? And, I, and we were, we were, we were foolish enough to think that wire cutting would lead to cheaper, uh, um, entertainment options. No, no, we were so how wrong we were, how wrong we were. Cause now there's a million freaking subscriptions for everything. It's crazy. It's like ten times more expensive. Like bring back cable. Well, yes and no. <laughs> I mean, yes and no because I I remember my Dish Network, what I was paying Dish Net Dish Network wise, and then I looked at my apps and what I got. I'm still under that. I'm still way right. underneath that. So. Uh, but granted there is certain things now that, you know, if you were someone that had to watch certain like regular TV programming, like stuff that comes out on our, like you want to watch that show right away, then, you know, in the moment, well then, yeah, that's cool. Uh, whereas if you're on a service, you're going to have to wait the next day after to watch that show. You know what I mean? You're going to be behind a day, you know what I mean? So, right, right. But I, I, you know, I, I'm still, I still don't regret not having one of those services. I mean, I get, I get hit up by Charter all the time, trying to get me to plug into the TV again, and I'm like, nah, nah, I'm good. Right, I'm good. Right where I'm at. So, um, HBO Max, fifteen dollars a month. Are you, are you, are you uh, jumping in, Token? Are you jumping in? Uh, HBO Max. No, I unfortunately, uh, this time around, I mean, listen, when the Snyder Cut comes out, Mm -hmm. when that comes out in 2021, I will do the jump in, jump out, do the Will Patton and jump in, jump out, uh, HBO Max, one one time around the block. Right. uh, It's like the I will implore that. Yeah, it's... (laughs) It's getting it's getting laid out, uh, but until then, no, I'm I'm out of HBO Max right now. I'm I'm paying my I'm doing the 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 Buddha Will strategy on Showtime right now uh, through Amazon Prime. So I, I I subscribed for a month, immediately canceled, so I don't forget to unsubscribe. Ooh, catching up on the whole season of Billions, and uh, then I'm then I'm out again. So, right, right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. The key is to remembering to cancel. That's the key to it. Right. I just can't wait until we can have digital returns on this stuff so then I can watch billions and then just return it. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, HBO Max, $15 a month. Uh, no. They, do they have a show? Do they have a show that warrants it? Uh, not really to me. Um, I'm not. They have. I, although I love Watchmen, they. For everything that I've heard about the Watchmen show doesn't doesn't not really so appeal to me uh, that much. And not enough to to pay for HBO. You know what I'm saying? I think I think they've definitely um, tried to make things extra political in a way that I'm not necessarily sure I uh, I agree with or that fits with with the characters that I know. You know, uh, so I don't get it. Uh, 
I mean, not, not that I don't get it. I, I, I don't, I don't necessarily see the value currently. Snyder cut, and we talked about this in the uh, in uh, the pre podcast, and you definitely want to take a, a listen to to that conversation uh, around that. That's going to be interesting, and I, I will, I want to see this very badly. So I will, I will join you guys in dipping in and dipping out uh, when that comes out. We, I want to see that. Beyond that, no. I mean, Game of Thrones, right? One of the most over, one of the most like overhyped series of all time. Uh, at least in my opinion, I thought it was uh, abysmally uh, boring and, and, and a, uh, abysmal uh, disappointment at the end. You know what I'm saying? I gave up on that show years ago before it ended, and people are like, "Oh, this is the best show ever," and I was like, "No, man, nothing, nothing happens, nothing ever happens." And then in the end, everybody finally came to. Not everyone, but a vast majority of people came to and said, oh, wait a minute, nothing actually happened. <laughs> right? So, so yeah. Um, I, HBO doesn't have, doesn't have the, the, the hits, the, the, at least to me. Not right now. They will. They have a lot of, they have a lot of wonderful shows in their lineup and their, their past. Um, The Wire being one of them, my all-time favorite shows. Uh, The Wire, you know. And if you ha- if you haven't, if that's new to you, you haven't heard that, then shoot. When HBO Max comes out, get get a month and and binge the hell out of that show. That's worth it. Uh, for fifteen bucks for sure. But yeah, I'm not dipping in. I'm waiting for the Snyder cut. Listen to the pre podcast for our thoughts on that. Uh, moving on. Uh, unless guys, did you want to add anything on to that or no? <laughs> no, it's too expensive. Oh, all right, <laughs> it's too too damn expensive. They're yeah. trying to be it's like ultra stuff, premium, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but uh, bring back James Gandolfini from the yeah. dead and redo the Sopranos season finale series finale. Then we'll yeah. talk. Yeah, yeah. then and we'll just so, and just so people know, if you were considering it, just remember right now as as of right now, it is not 4K supported or HDR supported. It's not 4K they, supported. What? No, How are they no, going to be 14.99? All right, never mind. All right, that's, moving on. That's what I was saying. <laughs> There's a lot of problems going on right now. They don't. They don't. They've got a lot of stuff, but you're not going to be able to see it in 4K if that's a thing for you. Right, right, so, right. Or HDR. So. Uh, wow. All right. So. It will be. It will be. But I mean, it's 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 not it's not a right now thing. You know, at least. But if you're an it's HBO weird. lover, you not be right now. Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll be, I'll be HBO later. I'm an HBO later guy. A Snyder, I'm a Snyder cut guy. That's what I'm waiting for. <laughs> I mean, they got uh, HBO right. men. Oh, I'm sorry, Buddha. Go ahead. I said they got an HBO men. It's because that's HBO minimum, not. That's no right. That's right. That's exactly what I want. That's exactly <laughs> what I want. I want the HBO minimum exactly. Um, Five ninety nine for the Snyder cut, and then that's it. I don't have to. I don't get to watch anything else. Just. Give me that. Let's uh, let's move on. This is going to be the last thing that we have time to talk about. Uh, it's about backwards compatibility and and essentially the approaches, uh, at least currently, moving into the next generation between Xbox and PlayStation. Uh, so we we are definitely running a little short on time. So let's let's jump right to it. Uh, Token, do me a favor. 
and and introduce this next story as far as the uh, the Xbox. So what what is Xbox is uh, going on with the, with this ne- next article? Okay, yeah. So here the Xbox Series X is the most powerful. Get this, most powerful, most compatible next gen console with thousands of games at launch. So. Like they're going full send on this uh, uh, backwards compatibility. They are not getting caught in the lurch again. Um, they they're like, wait, what? How, what's our differentiator from PlayStation Four? We got to re. We were the industry leader last generation. We need to reclaim our title. Ah! <laughs> and so they they went all full hog on this uh, backwards compatibility. The uh, I think the biggest biggest takeaway from this this article that was posted here on the uh, Xbox Wire is that um, they their 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 big takeaway here is that how they've already spent hundreds of thousands and hour hundreds of thousands of hours playtesting the Xbox Series X like within their bubble of people and uh right here they say many of us in the xbox uh, team xbox play on their xbox series x daily as their primary console and that switching between generations is going to be seamless that's that's the real thing here you know there was such a differentiation last time around you know uh with the generation thing and this was with both systems really that that uh it's like ah you know i got it on this the i got it on the playstation 3 and i gotta buy it again on playstation 4 i gotta buy it on xbox uh, 360 i'd buy it again on xbox one um so this this looks like it's gonna be like see see they said seamless so we're gonna find out at launch uh if it is in fact going to be seamless but man that's a really impressive statistic and um some powerful words so we'll have to see if it's backed up by uh by by the a seamless transition yeah this will be the first generation where where um backwards compatibility is at the very least touted as a thing to begin with uh, so that's a, a, a very interesting thing. Buddha, what's going on uh, with PlayStation? What was what, well, the article I mean, that you have? Well, uh, well, there was a few things that were going on with it. This article that we have in here is pertaining to basically Sony was saying that after July 13th, new PS4 games must be PS5 compatible. Um, so if they're, you're developing a game, uh, you know, a lot of these people that are making these games are running with a PS4 dev kit. Um, they need to make sure that that game is going to be PS5 compatible uh, if they expect it to be on the the PS5 or, I guess, PS4 period. I don't know if they're going to want to not have PS4 games. I, I don't really know exactly what all Sony's going to try to do. Um, I mean, I do know that, you know, as far as what they've been saying, you know, I mean, they've been kind of sketchy here and there about as far as the compatibility. Um, we had heard stuff before that they were talking about, you know, that yes, the games were going to be compatible, but you know, they're going to have to work a lot harder on it because, you know, they didn't, they never planned for this backwards compatibility thing like Xbox did. So yes, some, uh, some of the PS4 games are going to work. Maybe some of the PS3, the PS1, PS2 games, uh, that might be a little bit, they might need a little work to get that going, um, to actually have backwards compatibility. I mean, you know, 
it, it's it's a big thing, you know, for gamers because you know we've got all these games, and to think that all these games that you invested are not going to be able to you're not going to be able to play your favorite game on the newest console. It's kind of a bummer. So I'm sure they're going to want to try to rectify that. Now, how much they'll be able to do that will be the real question. I mean, you know, Xbox is talking about thousands of games available at launch. Uh, You know, that's not what PlayStation is saying. PlayStation is like, Hey, we got some new games for the PS five because we really want PS five to be a thing. And Oh yeah, yeah. We're going to have some PS four titles for you guys. You know, they're not they're not really saying too much. I, like I said, hopefully we'll have something more to see, uh, you know, next week when they have their little event. But uh, right now, um, they're a little bit on the sketchy side when it comes to compatibility. So that's kind of a big deal. It's kind of a big deal for, you know, five hundred dollar potentially console. You know, I not that I have a bunch of PlayStation games sitting in my backlog, but I want to be able to play those games. You know what I mean? If I wanted to, on the PS5, so that's so what I got there. Here's one of the the interesting things from <clears throat> from uh, these two articles, and the thing that that stands out to me seems to be the approach uh, between between uh, Xbox and PlayStation. Right? It seems to be the exact opposite. Right? Uh, where where Xbox has had the advantage of they've already been through their growing pains of developing their backwards compatibility program right when it started it started with a core you know a core set of games and they were really listening to uh to the community to see like what was the most popular games they were really going to focus on on making sure that that next set of games uh became backwards compatibility and they have been doing that month in month out for for several years now right so they are far ahead in the in the backwards compatibility game and uh and and the article here it's interesting to me that they have essentially built the Xbox hardware this Xbox Series X hardware uh, with backwards compatibility also in mind, right? So, so they're talking about the game. Not only will it run the older games, but it'll also look to to make these games even better, right? Uh, so here's here's a, a sentence. Here it says we are also creating whole new classes of innovations, including the ability to double the frame rate uh, of a select set of titles from 30 frames per second to 60 frames per second or 60 to 120. Right. Uh, so like being able to go in and, and manipulate, uh, the different things like frame rate, so on and so forth. I think that makes an interesting, uh, I think it's interesting, you know, and clearly, uh, being able to go back, they put, hundreds of thousands of uh of hours and making sure that the transition is going to be seamless from the old games versus the new games uh, they also have the the smart delivery system where where the right there will be like different core versions of the game but when you buy one title it will automatically give you the right one for the system that you have um uh, plus it, internally within the hardware it can it can adapt to to the 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 game itself 
to make it uh, uh you know run run uh, either uh, better or just to save energy oh, i think it's clearly shows that different approach uh, and it was very well thought out on the playstation side uh not so much where where they have the the uh uh what is it the 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 uh uh call to action is not necessarily on playstation where they're they're telling the developers hey we need you guys to be done on july by july 13th that's your deadline get your get your games uh cross compatible you know what i'm saying like it's it, they're pushing but they're pushing that on to the developers as opposed to as opposed to making it you know in in house uh they will have some backwards compatibility but they're going to definitely have the same growing pains that Xbox did in the beginning you know so yeah it's so it's going to be a rocky road as far as backwards compatibility goes Sony is like two steps behind it's so funny because Sony I don't maybe this is planned i mean come on Sony did like almost made the same mistake that Microsoft did last generation. This full hearty overconfidence because you're the leader that you're going to come out and you're going to everybody's going to play by your rules. And uh, now there it's like too little, too late. At the end of the generation, they're here saying like, "Oh, well, make sure everything's backwards compatible." If you're making <laughs> like. <laughs> You know, it's like all hands on deck, right? Titanic's already going down, man. You only got so much room in the buckets. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, it's not to say that they weren't trying like to 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 make, they weren't, oh, hold on. It's not to say. Here, here, Manny, hold on, hold on. Look, go ahead, go ahead. They, they, they should have spent less time making that stupid flying dog game that like didn't come out for like four years oh the last guardian you know right. <laughs> you spent less time on that and more time thinking about future backwards compatibility i i agree because i mean basically they had something that wasn't really working right it didn't and 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 it's you know, while Xbox found the proper solution, and then like they really pushed it, and it was that was an integral piece to Xbox's uh, leveling off. Like they they had a the rockiest launch that, that you could ever imagine, right? But that was one of the things that really proved to be a great value to the consumers, right? And then, uh, but again, I think like PlayStation just rested on their laurels, like what they had. Although it wasn't nearly as comprehensive, it was good enough because they they had they were PlayStation, they were outselling, they had the you know a lot of great exclusives. So why why even focus on it so much? But it becomes much bigger of a deal when it's, we're talking about brand new systems, you know. So interesting. We'll see. Um, Sony's still going to be a great system, you know, but. I would love to play the older games. That's one of the things I'm really hoping for. I want to get PlayStation 5 as my first play, like PlayStation console, and I'm really, really hoping that they're able to to fix this problem uh, or the backwards compatibility it, it, so that I can pick up some of the older games and uh, and enjoy them as well. You know, so so please Sony, please 
Get get on the uh, the backward compatibility train. I know you're trying, but uh, but yeah, yeah. I I need to play some of these older those older games that I have been able to. <laughs> Alrighty. Any any uh, last thoughts on these uh, on these articles these these topics? We'll know more later. <laughs> we'll know more later. Yeah, PlayStation is going to have an. Uh, well, when is it next? Is pr- next week, right? I think it's, it's- next week. Yeah. Yeah, so most likely next podcast we're gonna we're gonna be talking about what PlayStation has up their sleeve. I know Xbox has more to say as well. Backwards compatibility is really important. Uh, and I don't know. It's gonna be an interesting it's gonna be an interesting year. It's gonna be an interesting new uh uh console launch. Uh it's gonna be fun times and we're gonna be here for it every step of the way. But on that note, I think that's it. I think that's it. We don't have that much time to uh, to keep on going. We have a couple extra stories here, but we got the bulk of it out of the way. I'm feeling good about it. Guys, any last thoughts? No, it's yeah. just uh, really good to be back having the podcast. Hopefully we'll get the ball rolling on, uh, you know, we'll bring this video thing to life. And uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Lord willing. yeah, it's going to be good. Um, Looking, looking forward to it, and it's it's just really good to be hanging out with uh, you guys again, and uh, oh, yeah. talking games and and talking life and and everything we're talking about. So yeah, yeah, I agree. It's it's good to be back, uh, and uh, and yeah, it was like riding a bike. You're right, Buddha. It's like riding a bike. You know, <laughs> that's right. We're professionals, right. damn it. We are. We are we're, we're freaking pros. We're freaking pros. Huh? It's like it's like three guys riding a unicycle. Really, That's I don't know right. if it's That's right. right. We're synced right. up. We're synced in. Yeah. That's right. I'm on the I'm on the side cart. Uh, <laughs> and with uh, with that said, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. If you've enjoyed uh, your your time so far, consider uh, helping support the show on thehardcorecasuals.com slash uh, Patreon. It helps us out uh, tremendously, and uh, Lord willing, we'll have some hot new content coming down the pike. Uh, and yeah, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much. Until next time. Peace. Have a great week. Excelsior, you mose.